Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat. I am doing something a little bit different tonight and coming at you from my couch. Why? Because it's cold. My dog and I are both uh, cold. And so we are cuddled up together on the couch. And to be honest with you, I just didn't really feel like getting off the couch. Um, And one of the things that my coach Tiffany asks sometimes is that, you know, sometimes we need to just, or that she tells us to ask, sometimes we need to ask ourselves what feels like freedom today. And today, freedom feels like recording a podcast episode at almost eight o'clock at night on my couch because the husband is traveling. It's just me. And, um, you know, one of the things that I have been doing lately is just doing things totally differently from how I normally would. Part of that for me is like doing things as unstructured as possible, because for me, that is what feels like energizing and like freedom. And so here we are. So in this episode, um, I want to talk to you about a lesson that I have learned a bunch of times and something that I see come up all the time with my clients, my friends, um, in life and in business. And it's a lesson that I've learned, but it's still so hard to continue to come back to. And whenever I see this click for people, for clients or for friends, um, or family members, or whoever I'm talking to, whoever's struggling in this clicks. It's just always, it's always the answer. (laughs) Like, it is always, you know, at the root of everything. This is the biggest lesson that I think we need to learn and continue to come back to. Um, so before I get into this episode, a couple of quick reminders. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and make sure that you're subscribed. It helps me out a lot, um, to just make sure that this is getting out to as many people as possible and that you're not missing any of the episodes. Um, also leaving a rating and review is a really good way to support the show. So if you love my content and you're not in a place where you are ready to work with me. That's a way that you can support me for free. It means a lot to me. It really helps me out. Um, And leaving reviews and ratings on iTunes is actually like really important for podcasts. Um, So if that is something that you have a few minutes to do, that would be fantastic. The other way that you can help me out is to get on my email list. Um, I will put a link to that in the show notes. That is the way that I am staying in contact with most of my people these days. Because as I have been saying, um, you know, Instagram, which is where I was spending a lot of my time, just feel like I was putting a lot of energy into Instagram and not getting a ton out of it. And, um, you know, it is a lot of energy to constantly be on there talking to people and trying to put all of your your stuff out there. And the email format is a way that I can go a little bit deeper and stay connected with you guys um, for those of you who are really loving what I'm saying and want to stay connected. So, 
Um, it helps out a lot if you are on my email list to um, open or reply to my emails. Um, that's another way that you can support any entrepreneur really or small business is replying to emails or making sure that you're opening them or that they're you know not in like your junk folder or whatever. It actually signals to, um, I don't know, the internet gods or whatever that it's real mail. And so it makes it so that um, other like email providers are not um, classifying the um, emails as junk. So another really easy thing that you can do to help me out. And also I send out like, you know, I try to send out my best stuff. And like anytime that I come up with free resources or printables or, you know, whatever, it, it always only goes out to my email subscribers. So if you get on there, that would help me out a lot. Um, as always, um, there will be a link in the show notes for HoneyBook for you to get 50% off. That is the client management software that I use, and it is what I recommend to my clients. It will, um, through my link, you can get a year, your first year with HoneyBook for $200. And um, by purchasing through that link, it supports me directly. And as a thank you, I will be in touch with you to set up a little call to help you um, make the most of it in your business. So if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, again, um, that is one way to do so. So let's go ahead and get into this episode, which is all about this one lesson that I have learned three ways. I've learned this lesson a bunch of ways, but these are three specific ways that um, I can think of them showing up most prominently in my life. Now, here's the lesson. It all comes back to being in touch with and remembering who we really are, like at our core. So <laughs> bear with me as I try not to sound too like woo-woo in this episode, but um, I have become a little bit more kind of spiritual over the past year. And by become a little bit more spiritual, what I mean is things that I used to think were total bullshit are starting to make sense to me now. So I'm going to try to explain this in a way that will maybe make sense to you without sounding too, you know, like crazy. Because the thing is that I think that spirituality has a certain kind of tone to it. And for somebody who's in the headspace that I was in, maybe, you know, a year or two ago, um, it has a tone that kind of can turn you off if you are of a particular mindset where you, you want things to be very black and white and scientific and whatever. What I've learned now is that spirituality, really, all that it means is that you are just really in touch with whatever it is that you are, like at your core. Um, and if you have ever, like for me, I always feel this incredible sense of peace and calm. Like if I'm doing yoga, um, if I meditate sometimes, but yoga is like an easier way for me to meditate basically. But anytime that I think about like moments in my life where I'm just at my absolute best, where I'm just like so calm and peaceful and like at peace with everything that's going on. The best way for me to think of that is that it's just like me and I'm I'm at peace with who I am and where I am and everything else that's going on is sort of just okay because it just sort of fades in the background of that. Now, probably the first time and now this is something that like like I said, this has come full circle for me recently. 
So these examples that I'm giving you of like the times that I have learned this and the times that I've seen this come up for people, um, I didn't necessarily know that this, that it was all about this, all of these different times. But the first time that I learned this lesson was about two and a half years ago. I was suffering from, it was a depression at that point. So before that, I had had anxiety for pretty much my whole life. Like when I think back to being a young child, I can now identify that I was very anxious that I had anxiety. And as I grew older, I sort of just accepted that that was a part of who I was and that I was just an anxious person and that I just had these terrible thoughts and that sometimes I my my brain just worked in a way where like I just had these feelings of looming just like dread and that that was just something that I dealt with and that I could deal with just fine and it was just a part of me and it's just the way that I was. And I accepted that for a long time. And then a couple of years ago, um, that I had, I had accepted that for so long and tried to ignore it for so long that that anxiety turned into a depression. I've dealt with depression before, but this was definitely the worst that it had ever been. I was at a point in my life where I really felt totally hopeless. A large part of that, um, came down to my job and the fact that I knew that I had always wanted to work for myself and I just didn't see a way that that could possibly happen. And I kind of spiraled into this place where like I just, it did not matter what you said to me, I felt like my future was determined and that there was no way for me to get out of this place where I was. Now, I have a really good friend who is a um, therapist and I really am the type of person, especially up until that point, I had always been the type of person who hid all of my emotions. Um, I always had a really, really, really thick wall up. I did not share my feelings or my thoughts with really anybody. And if I did, it was always disguised um, in a way where, or told in a way, or spun in a way where I was actually really strong. Like I, I never really fully let people in on what was going on. And I could go on all day about where that comes from because when I look back on my life, um, I can think of a lot of places where I kind of um, learned that behavior. Um, But without getting too much into the details of all of my past history and where all of my anxiety and, you know, and depression and everything came from, um, what I can tell you is that I had tried so hard to ignore all of my feelings and shove them down and not show them to anybody that what eventually happened was I felt like I was walking around. um, I felt it felt very heavy, like I was walking around sort of carrying all of this stuff with me that I had to manage because I felt like it was a part of me. And when I finally opened up to my friend about this and basically just said to her, like, hey, look, like, 
I mean, I'll be really honest. Like, I've not talked about this publicly really before. Some close people, people who are really close to me know this. But like where what ended up happening was I was driving to work one day and I found myself thinking where normally I would be driving to work every day feeling really anxious. I was no longer anxious. And I was thinking to myself, wow, like this is strange that I'm not having these feelings of anxiety because through most of my life, um, whether I was going to school, work, whatever, I oftentimes when I was leaving my house and going somewhere for the day would have these feelings of doom that like something really bad was going to happen, that it was going to like potentially be like the last time that I was going to like leave my house or something like that. Um, and I wasn't having those feelings. And instead what I was feeling was, um, wow, it would be such a relief if like someone just blew through a red light and just like took me out and I just didn't have to do this anymore. And when I thought that I was like, whoa, this is a whole other fucking level like that is not okay and I opened up to her to my friend about this because she like I said she's a therapist and I really just wanted some like insight into what she thought I should do because anybody who has ever struggled with depression before knows that when you're in that um it's not as simple the thought process is not as simple as oh yeah I'm depressed I should just like go to a therapist and get help (laughs) just not it's a lot more complicated than that and um she sent me some resources I did end up going to speak to somebody I um I did reach out and and get some help but through the process through that process what came out was that I really did not want to confront my anxiety or my depression because I felt like if I did then that would mean that it was real Um, It no longer would have just been a part of me that I just deal with that is totally fine, that I've been dealing with forever and I know how to work through it and so it's fine. Um, It no longer would have been that. It would have been something so big that I would have had to, and I would have had to admit that it was something so big that it would have made it real if I did anything about it. What I learned was that... um, (laughs) You know, it's real no matter whether you try to ignore it or not. And um, the myth of that, though, is that it's not a part of us, right? Like we are not our, our, we are not our anxiety. We are not our depression. The anxiety and the depression is something separate from us that happens to a lot of people that can be dealt with, um, that can be handled, that we don't need to try to... Um, handle on our own and when I realized that I was somebody else separate from my anxiety that was a turning point for me where from that moment forward my life was never the same like when I learned that and when that really clicked for me everything was different and Like I said, you know, the lesson here is that the answer very often to almost all of the deep, you know, things that we're going through is that we need to be really in touch with who we truly are. Um, 
and know who we are and who we are not. Know who we are and what we are not. Know what things are showing up in our lives that are not us, that we don't need to accept as a part of us, and that when we can detach from them and face them, suddenly like it takes so much of the power away and we think it like it's this myth where we think that these things define us and really all that it takes to to stop allowing them to define us is just a mindset shift if you've ever read um the book a new earth by Eckhart Tolle which I would highly recommend I absolutely loved that book I read it recently um or the power of now I think that it's actually in the power of now where he talks about when he was really depressed and he was laying in bed one night and he was thinking to himself I can't live with myself and then he thought to himself if I'm saying that I can't live with myself then am I saying that I'm two different people? Like there's the me that's saying that I can't live this way. And then there's the myself, which I'm referring to as a separate thing. And I'm saying that there's like two of us that have to live together. Like that doesn't make any sense. And he, it clicked for him in that moment that he is the, the one, the being that is observing the depression and the anxiety and all of the negative self-talk and all of those other, you know, things that are going on. And when he realized that like he is deeper than that and that he can just detach from that other myself that he was referring to, all of a sudden everything was different. And that's what kind of sent him down this sort of spiritual path. And like for him, that was all that it took for him to no longer be depressed. Now, I am not saying by any means that it is that easy. Also, you can totally understand the concept of what I'm saying, but it actually sinking in for you is a totally different thing. And I hope that you can think of moments in your life where maybe this this has seems true to you and you can identify with it. Or I hope that you get to a place where you one day where one day this really clicks for you. Um, I mean, I really hope that it clicks for you now. But if it doesn't, just know that that's like totally normal. I've heard this stuff talked about all the time and sometimes when you're just not in the right headspace it's just not fully going to make sense and so you know and especially when we're in a bad headspace in a headspace that's not healthy or where we're we are you know at the height of like beating ourselves up or when we are depressed or when we are anxious hearing things like this it's like yeah fuck you like if it were that easy <laughs> then I would just do it um but it is something to think about because the reality of it is that like we are this being that is deeper than all of our thoughts and all of our anxieties and all of our all of those functions of our brain. We are not our anxiety. We're not our depression. We're not our, our mental illness. Um, and this is not me giving like professional like clinical advice. Um, obviously, there are tools out there for you to work through anxiety or depression or whatever. And if you're struggling with this, then you should get professional help on this but I'm just saying that this is the first time that I learned that lesson and it made an enormous enormous fucking difference for me because it was the first time that I realized that I could be the person that I wanted to be because like I am not all of this shit that I felt like I was carrying around that defined me I got to define myself so that's the first time I learned the lesson the second time that I learned this lesson was when I had to start dealing with 
my feelings of imposter complex, all of the negative self-talk that came up when I wanted to start my business. And let me tell you, imposter complex is a shape-shifting motherfucker because (laughs) imposter complex, I don't care if you, I don't care how aware of it you are. Um, it disguises itself in ways that every time that it happens to you, you are going to think that you are different. And sometimes it shows up one way. And when we get over that way, it shows up in a totally different way. If you guys are interested in more on the imposter complex, um, Tanya Geisler is a coach who has a podcast called Ready Enough. Um, go ahead and listen to that because she really goes into imposter complex. But it's not just imposter complex where I learned this. It's also just with all of the other like negative self-talk. Like I don't stick with things. I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, this is just going to be another phase. I'm going to start this and I'm not going to stick with it. And everyone's going to be watching and there, and then you're going to prove them all right that you don't actually like, you can't actually do hard things and like all of this fucking bullshit. And what's so interesting about this is that there's that voice that tells you all of those things. And then there's the you that's hearing those voices. And (laughs) those voices are not you, right? Because you're the one that's hearing them. Like, (laughs) sounds so simple. It's not easy to grasp, but it's the truth. When we say things to ourselves, like, you're not good enough, um you know, you are not worthy of this, you don't deserve it, Uh, you're not going to stick with it, this is just going to be another, you know, another phase, you need more experience, you're not ready yet, no one's going to want to work with you, Um, everybody's laughing at you, everybody's judging you, those voices are not you, they're not reality, you are the one that is hearing those voices. And you as the one who is hearing those voices, now have the opportunity to get to know yourself and get to know the way that you talk to yourself and get to know the way that those voices show up. And when they do show up, be aware of what they are and like challenge them and dismiss them. Like one of the things that, you know, um, I've learned from listening to Tanya Geisler. She, I learned it from listening to her podcast, but also she has a really great interview um, on Tiffany Hahn's podcast, Raise Your Hand, Say Yes. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. One of the things that I learned um, from listening to her is that the imposter complex has a function. It is to keep you out of action, um, to keep you isolated and alone and basically from like not doing things differently it is a function of our brain that is there that shows up every time that we do things in a way that we haven't done them before that's going to like leave us vulnerable and it's kind of like a like a a effort to get you to do things the way that you've always done them before and to not take action and so when it shows up like You just kind of need to be aware of what it is and know what it is, call it what it is and be like, oh, you know, there you are, you shysty motherfucker. Uh, 
I know you're here for a reason and it's to keep me out of action. It's to keep me alone. It's to keep me afraid. It's to keep me isolated. It's to keep me from from sharing with people what I really want to do or from talking about what I really want to do or from putting myself out there. And like, guess what? I'm fucking done. I'm doing it. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so we are not those voices, right? Like we are something separate from that. We are the one that's hearing those voices. And when we can really identify with who we truly are below or underneath all of those voices oh my god it changes everything it changes everything now the third place that I learned this lesson and the most common place where I see this show up in my work now is so we're not our anxiety or depression we're not the voices in our head and the voices in our head are not an accurate description of what we are we're also not our business like we are not our businesses. The success of our business does not define us. And I know that some of the people who are listening to this are like, but I love my business. I want to be my business, but my business is a full expression of who I am. And like, I just want to be at one with my business. That's great. That's all wonderful. But you're still like your business, the success of your business and where your business is and like how you function in your business does not define who you are. No matter how much you love it, no matter how much you use it as an expression of who you are, no matter how much you want to think it's an extension of you, you are separate from that. Now, I'm going to tell you like why I think this holds so many people back because it is so common for people to get wrapped up in the failures of their business as though they are a reflection of them and what they are capable of. And what I want you to know is that whatever the fuck state your business is in, you are in control of that now. Maybe you were in control of it before. Maybe you made some mistakes. But at this point, like, are you just going to sit there and just be like, oh, well, I guess I suck because my business isn't where I want it to be. Or are you going to say like, no, you know what? I am a separate, like, I am separate from this. This is not a reflection on who I am at this moment. I know what I want and I know what I, how I want things to be. And I am ready at this moment to take control of this and fucking make some changes. Like, are you willing or are you not? And if you are wrapping yourself up in that headspace of like, my business is such a mess, everything's so disorganized, all of my systems are fucked, I know that this is like not, you know, not my strong suit and like it's just a total fucking mess and like, you know, so I suck and like I've been doing this for so long and I'm still here and not making any money so I guess that I'm just not good at this and like everybody else knows the right way to do it and I can't do it the right way so I guess that I suck, like that is holding you back, I promise you that it is. And the reason it's holding you back is because you are sitting there and you are identifying your own self-worth, your, how worthy you are of a business that is functioning the way that you want it to in the future, um, how capable you are, how smart you are, your like worth as like a business person. You are allowing the current state of your business to define you and then using that as basically a really pretty excuse to not make the changes that you need to make to move it forward. 
And if you detach yourself from that and you understand that the state of your business, that your business does not define you, that you are not your business, that no matter how your business is currently functioning is not a reflection of your worth. And instead of sitting there being like, oh, I suck, instead of instead of having that mentality, if instead you change it to and you change your mindset to like, you know what, things are not the way that I want them to be right now. And like, I'm going to make a change and I am going to change this because I am capable of changing this. Like you get to make that decision. So it all comes back around to like identifying with who we truly are, thinking about who we truly are, like at our core, what we truly want, what we really want to say, what we do and do not want for our lives. And at that point, it's really just a matter of like, are you willing to make the changes? Because I'm going to tell you guys something like, this is something that I have had to learn. It is a, it does did not sit well with me at first, but being in a place that you don't like, but that you're used to is actually way more comfortable than being in the exact place where you want to be and like going through the process of getting to the exact place where you want to be. Making the changes that need to be made in order to do things differently to get you out of these, you know, thought patterns of like, you know, getting so wrapped up and like, I just suck at this because look at the way that my business is functioning or I must be horrible at this because like all of, I know the truth about myself and like, I know that I suck. Um, like getting yourself out of that and making the changes that it takes to make to move yourself forward and accepting that you are not actually all of those things and that you get to define yourself. You get to like show up as just the person who you are at your like deepest core and just like be that person and just be honest and that like that's all that anyone's expecting of you and that if you just get out of your fucking way like things will start to happen for you that doing that is fucking scary it feels really uncomfortable and I'm going to tell you something we have all heard the term comfort zone that's what it means I don't know how many times I heard the fucking term comfort zone and it never clicked for me until probably this past year, like truly what that means. And what it means is that we have ways in our lives, patterns in our lives where we just go around and around and around in the same way and we stay stuck in these patterns that keep us small and keep us, you know, alone, isolated, out of action um, as the imposter complex shows up or keep us from making the changes that we want to make to improve ourselves. We have all of these patterns and as much as we say that we don't want to be there and as miserable as we are when we're there, we perpetuate these patterns because we're used to being there and it's comfortable it's comfortable. And coming out of your comfort zone means that when you start to do things differently, it's going to be fucking scary. It's going to scare the fucking shit out of you. And I'm telling you that the only way to be at peace with how fucking terrifying that is going to be is going to be to get back in touch with and remind yourself of who you really are. 
one of the things that I, you know, think that I really had to go through in order for this to click for me is I think about stuff like this, like, you know, when I'm like in the shower and I'm just like totally alone and everything is quiet, which like if you were constantly listening to things, watching things, consuming things, scrolling through things, you are not going to be able to think your shit through. So like that is the first place to start. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, that is the first place to start. But like when I'm in the shower, like I, th- I can think back to moments where I was like in the shower, like back right before I started my business, just thinking to myself, all of the reasons why, all of the beliefs that I had about myself, about why I couldn't start my business and being so angry at all of those thoughts and at all of those beliefs And then eventually just realizing that like the reason why I'm angry at those things is because that's not who I want to be. That's not who I truly think that I am. That's that's not, um, you know, when I think about that, I think like, why, why does everyone else have it then? Because I don't think that I'm that much different from other people who have done this. And then eventually I realized like, All of that shit, I am choosing to allow that to define me. And that is not who I really am. And I'm ready at this point to just show up as who I really am and just be really fucking honest about exactly who I am at my core. And the people who are with me are with me. And the people who aren't don't really matter to what I'm doing. And to just be okay with that and to just know that like the expectation is not for me to have everything figured out. The expectation is not for me to solve all of the problems. It's not for me to have all of the experience and all of the fucking certifications and all of the answers and the perfect solution and the perfect path to all of the things. The expectation is just for me to be in touch with who I am, confident in who I am, to show up the best way that I can be honest and have some compassion for other people and help other people do the same thing. So it all comes back to that. And I've learned it in these three big ways. Um, It's something that is really important to me now. I try to, I would not say that I meditate because I'm really like, (laughs) as much as I have tried to do that, you guys really like, I really need to practice. Like I said, it's a lot easier for me to get there by doing yoga because I'm able to kind of like still move and get into the rhythm or whatever. But what I do try to do, I don't do yoga every day. I don't meditate every day, but I do try to just like sit in the quiet every morning for like at least 10 minutes. Journaling really helps me do this. Um, Building like time into my day where I'm not consuming or listening to or reading or whatever. I'm just being, I'm just sitting still, which by the way, like if you're not used to doing this, it's going to be really fucking uncomfortable. Uh, Like I said, it's really uncomfortable to do things differently. So that's really great news that you're doing things the right way. Um, but it's something that I incorporate like into my whole life now because I have learned time and again that this is what it all comes back to. So I hope that this resonated with you a little bit. I hope that this made sense to you. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, like I said, go ahead and leave me a rating and review. It would mean so much to me. And um, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much.